Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Let's Watch Podcast. I'm your host, James, with my co-host, Carolyn. Hello. And today we are just discussing the Oscars. apparently those are soon. Uh, mm, are they? In the world's longest and most forgettable year. Zuh. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, there are multiple Oscars because they have, like, multiple, they have two locations in L.A., then they have, like, a U.K. location as well. Why not, right? Because I guess those poor people who live in Britain are going to be sitting through an award show at like four in the morning for them and to yeah. maybe win. I, I I always forget how um, the Oscars are like such an American ceremony um, and, you know, foreign or sorry, international feature is a separate category. Oh, wait, unless you're British and then you count as the main <laughs> awards. I don't understand it, honestly. There is no way Anthony Hopkins is going to be sitting in a theater in the middle of the night. Does he not live in the U.S.? He lives in London. Hmm. He's British. He lives in Brit. Like Olivia Coleman lives in Britain. Yeah, but I mean, like, I don't know. Eugene Levy is Canadian, but lives in the in the states. There's a little bit of a difference there. Okay, I googled it. Anthony Hopkins lives in Malibu. Wow, that man is. There's still no way he's going to the awards show then, unless they're putting him in his own Malibu place. He's, <laughs> no, there is zero chance he's showing up. Yep. Because he's also not going to win and he mm -hmm. knows that so why would he show up <laughs> i mean he gets to do that he's an old he's an old guy that's what old 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 people are allowed to do this for award shows if this was i don't know steven young people would be like you can't do that steven you have yeah, to show up <laughs> but anthony since he's like a legend is allowed to be a cantankerous old person mm -hmm. which what which category do you want to start with since we're going down picture director acting doc international and screenplays um, what would you like to talk about first? If I guess let's start with Doc and International because <laughs> then we can uh, get them out of the way and talk about the same movies over and over and over for the rest. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to guess that we did the same thing for who we think who we want to win for these because we're both cowards. <laughs> <laughs> I, maybe. I don't know. Who do you want to win? Let's start so with uh, Doc. Doc? Mm -hmm. Okay. So I ranked every one of my categories. Carolyn only did that I didn't for best follow picture. The rules. No, she just didn't have the only one that was a rule or so best picture. I just for my own notes wrote it down in an order to help me like and move stuff around to be like, do I really feel like that should be better than that? Um, mm -hmm. And obviously, if you've listened to the previous ones, this is between time and collective, mm -hmm. and I picked time, so therefore I picked collective for international feature. <laughs> See, I, I want picked, them both to win. I picked Collective for both, actually, because um, I loved it. I think for Doc, Collective, or sorry, I think Time will win because it appeals to more people. Um, it's also and an also American it's, story. And it's very relevant to what's happening right now. Whereas, yeah. I mean, Collective, it's a, it's a current story, but it could happen 10 years from now. It could have happened 10 years ago. It doesn't matter. Time is about um, the black experience and the prison system and those are all conversations that are like very much front of mind right now they're all also like two the two best movies that i've seen this year oh yeah like they're both incredible and i just wanted them both to win one award even mm -hmm. though i think collective is a better documentary mm -hmm. than time if we're really breaking it down mm -hmm. i just want them you want them both to, to win split it <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I don't like. I was like, both of these people should win awards, and that's that's an, an available option. I do not think Collective will win international feature. I don't think Collective will win anything. That's the problem. I think it should win for both Doc and International, 
and I think it will win for neither. Yeah, if one of if one of the movies other than Collective Our Time with Best Doc, I will be very annoyed. I mean, Crip Camp was a good movie. I enjoyed that one a lot as well. My Octopus Teacher won't win. And I have not if seen Malagent, so I can't speak to that. fucking an octopus. Yeah. Then what are we, like, <laughs> it will probably be time, because I don't see how you can watch time and then not want to choose that. Because it's also like, it's not like time is a good story, in, but not a good documentary. It's also a good documentary. Yeah. So it's, and it's, yeah, they're both so, yeah, we've talked, we've talked about it before, they're both so good, but you're picking both of Collective, which is... It, it, neither of these things are going to happen. If, no, but it will probably. I'm guessing another round for international feature. That's what I have as the will win. But yes, as my want to win, it's definitely collective. But yes, another round, it's going to win international feature, especially since it's nominated for best director. Um, and whenever we see international features starting to come out of that category, um, it's awesome. But they also are more likely to win. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you could also pick the director of Collective or Time to be nominated for Best Director too. Like, mm-hmm. although but I do think Thomas Vin- Vinterberg. Yeah, docs true. don't you have don't... directors. Yep, that's you're right about that. Yep. <laughs> uh, although Thomas Vinterberg does is is really good at directing another round. Like, I don't think he. I wouldn't pick him the one to be bumped out of there. Mm-mm. That's what I would be. Uh, yeah. I mean, I love Time. I love Collective. They should both win Oscars, or maybe they can tie and both win for documentary and that's the true coward's way out so that's what that's what should, should be chosen <laughs> yeah I'm, i would be okay with that it's a tie every category is just going to be a tie for me so i don't have to choose <laughs> <laughs> so i mean while we're this is kind of a weird jump but while we're talking about directors um why don't we pop into the director category okay um the ones that are nominated are lee isaac chung for minari chloe zhao for nomad land David Fincher for Mank, Thomas Winterberg for another round, and I think nobody's nominated in the fifth spot, weirdly enough. No, it's Emerald Fennel. For yeah. Ra- yeah, for Promising Young Woman. Do you want me to go first? Since, or did I go first? I can't remember who went first for the other ones. I think we yelled it at the same time. Okay, I'll let you go first. Okay, um, well, something to be noted is this is the first time ever that two women have been nominated at the same time. And also... I mean, I think only five women have been nominated, so now there's seven. Woman of color? Uh, Chloe Zhao is, yes. Yes. Yeah. And Emerald is a first-time filmmaker, so good for her. Um, Yes. Small victories. I think Will Win (laughs) is Chloe Zhao. Um, Yeah, she's going to win. Yeah. I think, yeah. that Yeah, Chloe Zhao is going to win. I think should win. I don't know. The father. It's not nominated, but... Well done. <laughs> yeah, that's. I didn't know we could pick people not nominated. I I was having seen the father. I'm kind of surprised it's not in direction. Honestly, mm-hmm. it just that's. I mean, everything it's nominated for everything else. Why is the director not nominated? But I picked out of these options. I think Lee Isaac Chung should mm-hmm. win for Minari. Is that I felt his. It was like obviously Emerald Fennel is last, and then. I put David Fincher and then Vinterberg, but I, those three have this like, well, Fincher and Vinterberg have zero chance to win. They're not going to win. That's the thing. I've heard that um, Emerald is the wild card pick for this category. Yeah, for a um, terrible movie and not well directed. This movie is the wild card pick for most categories. I actually saw a tweet 
the other day that said, so rarely is a film loved and hated equally by people. I'm going to find this tweet. You're going to keep talking and I'm going to find this tweet because it's okay. very good. And I, as we talked about in the Nomadland um, episode is that I do think the direction for Nomadland is great. It's just when it comes down to this sort of stuff for me, I am going to pick the movie I think is better because I think that is ultimately the better direction. Mm-hmm. And that's why I picked Lee Isaac Chung. And I think the direction is equal between the movies are like equally well directed between Minari and Nomadland. I just think Minari is a better movie cohesively together. So that's why I picked him to win. Mm-hmm. And because frankly, if, if when Chloe wins, I will still be happy because she is a deserving director. Yes. It's just, I wish it wasn't for this movie, which is what the Oscars do for almost all categories is that I'm glad this person won. Just wish it was not for the movie they made. Yeah, that is very true. Um, I found the tweet. So essentially, this tweet kind of speaks to why Promising Young Woman could be the wild card in many categories. So it's Robert Daniels. He's a film critic. Um, He says, rare is the film that's divisive enough for really smart people to either love it or hate it. That movie is Promising Young Woman, which honestly is the best kind of movie. The Sundance premiere of Promising Young Woman is one of my favorites just because the reaction to the ending inside the room was so mixed, but mixed in a good way. You could tell it exploded like a pipe bomb and everyone was hit by its shards differently. I think that's what art should be. Disagreed upon, uncomfortable, and inciting emotion without being noxious. Promising Young Woman is exactly that and is great because of it. And I agree. I did not like the movie, but it is really interesting that people are loving and hating it equally. And that's kind of an interesting commentary. Wait, the movie's not obnoxious? No, it says without being noxious. Oh, okay. I was like, obnoxious? I'd be like, uh, my, I, I do agree with that. I do think of wide divisive opinions are is good for art and good for it is interesting that it is this movie mm-hmm. my only thing with promising young woman and not to spoil where i think my views on it are pretty clear and where i if people have listened to the other ones they know where i'll rank it but it just feels to me like part of why it has such a strong chance to win is that some people in the academy are like this is like their way to atone for like the me too bullshit oh uh, yeah 100 <laughs> percent and it's like, look, we're better now. We recognized a movie about sexual assault, so we can't do this anymore. And it's like, that's not what yeah. what the fuck? Like that's Well, it's what I said last time. Is like people like it because it makes them uncomfortable and they don't want to say that a film about sexual assault makes is them bad. uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I mean, Chloe is always going to win and I'm fine with it. Although I I think th- I, I what I looked at this when I actually looked down and like looked at the nominees, I was like, kind of like, these aren't the best director nominees I would pick out of these movies. No. It'd be like, where is the director of Sound of Metal? Where is the director of The Father? Mm-hmm. Where is, like, I was out of, I was like, you could also, I don't like either of these movies very much, but like Aaron Sorkin mm-hmm. um, and Shaka, what's her last name? I'm forgetting it. From which movie? Judas and the Black Messiah. Shaka King. Left. Shaka King, it just left my brain as I said her first name. Um, I was like, why? I was like, I could also see them picking her. Like, those are choices. And Shaka it's just... King is a man. Oh, oops. Sorry. My bad. You think they would nominate another woman? Come on. 
I know that's kind of outrageous. And another person of color. That's like yeah. a double. That's a double negative on them. And it just feels so weird to me that like David Fincher's here, although he is a great director. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of like that movie's been so forgotten about for everything. And it's just like, oh, he's here still. And it's like, really? It came out so early. That's the thing. I mean, it's so weird that Mank has been like the forgotten movie. And it's like the most Oscar baity film. Yeah. And they don't want to recognize David Fincher for some reason, who I love. Yeah. But do you want to do move on to the screenplays? Yeah, certainly. Let's start with um, best original screenplay. What is an original screenplay? That's the question that we have every <laughs> year. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So nominated for original screenplay, we have Judas and the Black Messiah, Minari, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, and The Trial of the Chicago she- Seven. Seven. Um, Seven. Another shout out to Emerald Fennell. Um, she wrote Promising Young Woman as well. And I think there's some statistic that's like she's one of very, very few people who um, is nominated for Best Picture and Best Director and solo screenwriting credit. So good job, girl. Yeah. I mean, the, regardless of my views on the movie, it's been very successful. And, mm-hmm. I mean, she must also be what, really she one of the few women. <laughs> No, yeah, I mean, I would assume, I would hope she's really excited. But is she one of the few women to be nominated alone in a screenplay? I would say so. I think there's very few solo nominations in general, to be honest. But true. I mean, I think there are. Why well, the trial of the Truco Seven is also a solo. Uh, yeah, but, but it's Aaron Sorkin. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and that's probably who's going to win. See, be my guess is Sorkin. That's what I thought because this is the type of screenplay that wins. It's the snappy dialogue. It's a beloved director and writer, and it's very Oscar Beatty. But at the Writers Guild Award, Promising Young Woman won, um, which pushes its wild card chances up a lot higher. What are we doing? Award shows? What are we doing? I don't know, man. But the thing is, I I don't like this movie. I really don't. But at the same time, <laughs> I love I love when award shows don't follow the format. I love when young people and women and interesting edgy stuff even if i hate the interesting edgy stuff um wins over the boring oscar baby we've seen it a hundred times stuff before so i like the trend of where this is going i wish the trend wasn't headed towards promising young woman but i like that yeah. it's heading towards the promising young women of the industry yeah, yes i do yeah i agree with all of that now i do think people could probably guess which one of two movies we're going to pick to win that we think should win this award because uh, we've been pretty vocally against three of these movies <laughs> <laughs> of not liking the films. So it'd be weird if we picked their screenplays. Uh, so I picked Sound of Metal, mm-hmm. The Martyrs. Uh, Darius Martyr, the director, also wrote it with Abraham Martyr. Yeah, I just think that's the best. I It's hard yeah. for me to like parse like what is on the script and what is made in the like, through the performance yeah but i just feel like that movie he spent like so long making this film and the script is so good and like careful with the representation mm-hmm. of everything as well and it well the story is quite complicated in more so than minari say you know yes uh and minari is also excellent it's just more of a straightforward script i would imagine Mm-hmm. Then Sound of Metal being like, okay, so this is all in sign language mm-hmm. as well. So that's what I picked. It won't win, but I want it to. 
yeah, Sound of Metal is going to get snubbed uh, majorly in these awards. <laughs> no, seasons. don't but say this. But the thing this. is, I'm glad that it's there at all. This, to me, is kind of the whiplash of the year. Um, and I'm glad that we're seeing it in categories even just beyond Best Picture. Um, because that was one of the things before that when Best Picture was five films, you would see the same kind of five films. All the categories would look the same in terms of nominations. But opening it up to like five to ten, it means that the smaller things that maybe less people have seen or like this is about metal music. Um, I mean, it's about a lot more than that. But like things like that that are a bit more independent cinema um, can edge their way in when it's opened up to, uh, you know, between five to ten best pictures. Yep. So I'm glad to see it at all. Yeah, it's – yeah, I – more nominees is better. Like mm -hmm. I, I'm kind of surprised the Oscars haven't done the thing that the Emmys have done where they have like seven nominees in the acting awards and stuff just because mm -hmm. then you get more people in there. Mm -hmm. uh, and like they've already increased the best picture. I think it's probably a matter of time before the actors get increased and then eventually I assume the other ones will as well just by they'll want everything to be the same number except mm -hmm. hair and makeup because those people can just choose their number of nominees i guess yeah there's often like three like <laughs> there's three you're like hey, we're just gonna do that and you're like okay you're your own little guild you can do whatever you want yeah there's five this year of uh makeup and hairstyling i don't believe it those there are is? no way hmm. what are you picking for what do you want to win for screenplay original uh, same. screenplay same now i'm what do you what about for you for adapted so pick it pick it <laughs> i know what you want to pick pick it i want to pick borat yeah do it i do have a question though <laughs> adapted from what the he's a he's a pre-existing character so what i don't get it either it's like are you saying like a sequel would be an adapted screenplay that's that's a, i was gonna ask you that question now that you've asked me that uh yeah yes no i don't know i don't know is it adapted because it's real life events? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, maybe actually, because like a doc wouldn't have a screenplay per se, right? No. So maybe. Maybe that's where. Yeah, maybe it's adapted to meet like what the people actually did, you know, or they took real life events and then adapted the script to match. That makes sense. So what is the screenplay they submitted? That's that's what I'm wondering because I'm like, <laughs> what was written down? <laughs> like. Yeah, it'd be like, and then uh, Sasha goes crazy here is what it says. Well, because essentially this would have been adapted from improv, I guess. You know, yeah. like Sasha Baron Cohen's improv and these people's real reactions. And then they would have had to build a story surrounding that sort of. But it feels like such a, it feels like a movie that is found in the edit. Oh, yeah, 100%. Not found on the page. <laughs> mm -hmm. I don't think they wrote. It'd be like, okay, I'm writing this, and this is how these people are going to react to these people I've never met. Okay, so I just Googled it, and we thought about it way too hard. It says, in the rules, sequels are said to be based on existing stories and characters from the first movie. So Borat, subsequent movie film, is, in the mind of Oscars voters, adapted from the original Borat movie. So That's that's dumb as hell, but all right. <laughs> I agree. Uh, so is, are you picking Borat? I'm picking Borat. Wow, what a what a life turn this has been for you in 2020 and 2021, know. huh? What are you? <laughs> you picking? are now a, a Borat acceptor. I picked the father. Yeah. Okay. I could get behind that too, actually. Because it is the, I mean, the playwright also wrote the screenplay, and I think it is an incredible adaptation. Because well, it doesn't feel like a play, like all the other ones that felt like plays. <laughs> no, and it, it adapts it to film by like, as we watched that movie like they change the background all the time mm -hmm. and like the way the apartment is set up so you're never sure and i just feel like that 
was like he get that script gave so much for the actors to play mm -hmm. with or and partly because i did not understand the borat one where i was just like i don't understand why this is here yeah. but i would also be fine with borat i would love it if borat would win because yeah. that would be a hilarious yeah that fucking borat <laughs> won an oscar but i do think it is probably going to be nomadland it is going to be nomadland but and again thanks writers guild they voted for Borat, um, so that makes yes. it the wild card. Yes, yes, let's I do know. it. I, know. I don't know what the Writers Guild is doing this year. Yeah, I don't. They're in their. They're just living off fumes right now. Let them do what they want to do, but please let uh, them go up as the characters and accept that award. You know what? I wouldn't be surprised to be honest. He, he will do it. I don't know if she will do it. No, because she wants to there. look cute. Like, <laughs> yeah, she, I mean, she should fucking glam herself up as much as she can well yeah because she's like a new actress and everything so i mean she's gonna get a lot of money out of this so yeah. good for her uh which acting ones do you want to do you pick I'll ladies first which one supporting yeah so we have not seen hillbilly elegy i will never see that movie <laughs> i do not want to see that movie glenn close is in last place for me yeah and i mean they'll probably give like they're eventually going to give her one because she just keeps doing these movies nobody sees because she wants an award so badly. Well, but the thing is, she almost was the wife and then wasn't. Was she the <laughs> wife? I don't I don't remember. Did the wife win? No, that's Olivia Coleman upset her. Right. Everybody thought the wife was going to win and then Olivia Coleman went up there and was adorable. Yeah, good for her. Uh, so my ranking, which I did not expect, I'll read them for you is Glenn Close in a movie I haven't seen. And then I put Amanda Seyfried for Mank, who I think is the best part of Mank. And well, yeah, we loved her in that. <laughs> <laughs> she's so good in that movie. And then I put Olivia Colman for The Father, because, mm -hmm. a, again, she's so good. Mm -hmm. And then I put um, Yoon Yoo Jung, or mm -hmm. Jun, um, sorry for butchering her name, the grandma from Minari. Mm -hmm. And then I picked Maria Bakalova for Borat <laughs> to win Best Supporting Actress. <laughs> What's happening? I don't know, man. <laughs> Uh, I when I when I got to this category, it wasn't even like a discussion for me. It was just like, oh yeah, she should win. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. She's so good in that film. She's like unbelievable. And I was like, imagine sitting down and telling me at the beginning of 2020, being like, you're gonna think Borat two should win a lot of Oscars, and I'll be like, there's a Borat two. First of all, yeah, fucking what? <laughs> the thing is, I like. Well, I haven't seen Glenn Close, but I actually liked all these performances. So. I did. I, I loved them all. Yeah. So I would be fine with any of them. Um, my pick, and who I actually think is going to win, is um, Yu Jung Yoon um, from Minari. Yeah. And that'd be totally awesome if she won too. And she's the second Asian ever to be nominated in this category. So that's cool. And first winner, I would assume, if she wins then. Well, yeah. I don't know who the other one was, but. I mean, she's fucking incredible in that performance. The crazy thing is, is that if we talked about is the best performance, Minari is not even nominated, in my opinion. The little boy? Okay. Uh, yes. I, the little boy is great. But Yeri Han as Monica, I just don't. Mm -hmm. Out of. Because getting to. I, I mean, we'll do Best Supporting Actor first before we get to Actress, because I don't want to do both of the ladies first. Mm -hmm. So you. I mean, either. The one you picked was my second. So, like, either of them for me would be. Any of the four, honestly, other than Glenn Close, I would be, like, over the moon for. Mm hmm. Olivia Coleman would be the one I would think has the least chance to win because she just won. Probably. Also. Yeah, no, carry on. <laughs> okay, so for uh, Best Supporting Actor. Now, before we get into the others, I will say is that I find the Best Supporting Actress field and the Best Actor field are loaded. 
Mm-hmm. Like I really struggled with the rankings for those ones. Um, for the best actress and best supporting actor, I was like, oh, we're really this is it, huh? These are the options. We don't. There's not a lot here for me, honestly. Um, so for the best supporting actor, uh, if this person was playing a role in a different movie that's nominated that they're in, I would put them first. But since it's the Trial of the Chicago Seven performance, they're last. <laughs> so that's where Sasha Baron Cohen is, and then. I put Leslie Odom um, for One Night in Miami, which has kind of been forgotten, I guess. Yeah. Unfortunately, like I think. I like the screenplay. I would also put Regina in for director. Mm -hmm. And I think, as we discussed in the pod about it, I think Leslie Odom's performance out of the four men is the weakest. And Mm -hmm. he's the one that got nominated because he can sing well. Yep. Then him. And then I was, I had no idea where to put the Judas, the Judas twins, or Daniel Kaluuya and Lakeith Stanfield, I put Lakeith then Daniel, mm-hmm. because I was like, I also, how are they both in supporting? I don't know, but who <laughs> would you say is the lead? That's the that's the thing. That's probably why they're both in supporting. It's it's Lakeith. Lakeith is the lead. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know. One of them has to be the lead of the movie. One of them is Judas. The other is the Black Messiah. So they're they're co-titled. They're billed together. Then why aren't they an actor? Because they're less likely to win an actor. <laughs> yeah, and as I said on that one, it's not, the studio was pushing Lakeith Stanfield as actor, and mm-hmm. the Oscars decided he was in supporting. Yeah. And I, I, am, I love Daniel Kaluuya and Lakeith Stanfield. I just mm-hmm. think the best performance is Paul Racy in Sound of Metal. And he was the... Uh, I, I would say he's the wild card of that category. I think Daniel Kaluuya will win. He won the SAG. Yeah. Um, I will not be upset at that because I love him. Me too. And I thought his performance was really good. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I would be fine with any of those three guys. But We both know what clip we're going to pick when they do the thing of being like, and they're nominated and they show a scene from the movie. Oh, 100%. For Daniel Kaluuya, it's going to be his speech scene. And yes. That scene alone is deserving of an Oscar. So <laughs> <laughs> I just would be like, it would be better if he won for Widows or for Get Out. Mm-hmm. And I do think... Part of the reason why I picked Paul Racy is because I have a feeling Daniel Kaluuya and Lakeith Stanfield will win in the future again, even if they win here. Yeah. Because they're both very talented yeah. and beloved. And getting a ton of work right now. And getting a ton of work, whereas Paul Racy is a septuagenarian. Yeah. And as a man, I have not seen until this movie. So yeah, I would like him. Any of those three, I'd be fine with. If it's Again, if it's Sasha Baron Cohen for Borat, let's do it. Yeah, but alas. <laughs> I w- I did, which one did you pick? Um, I picked Daniel Kaluuya because I think it will be him. I mean, it's also, he's also really good in that film. He is, yes. yes. The revolutionary speech, I, I've watched that scene again, and I'm like, wow, this is so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. it's, not getting back onto that again, but uh, do you want to do the men or the ladies? Let's do the men. Stick with the boys. Okay, so I... Had a hard time with this one, but I'll let you go first. I didn't. I did not. I think Riz Ahmed should win. I, okay. I I like everyone. Gary Oldman <laughs> can go away. Are you breaking up with people right now? I, Is that what's happening? <laughs> Gary Oldman, I don't care about. He can get off the list. I think I agree. that Stephen Young was really good. I think that he'll be really good again. But like, but I also think that his role wasn't as like challenging necessarily as Riz Ahmed. 
Anthony Hopkins, I also thought he was really, really good, but he is such a seasoned veteran that, like, we know this about him. This is not news, you know? Chadwick Boseman, I I really did like him in this. I thought he was really, really good. I think overall, I liked the movie less, though, so I think that's what pushes Sound of Metal um, ahead for me. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, I struggled with the ranking for the other than Gary Oldman, who's last for me as well, and Riz Ahmed is winning for me. I struggled with the placement of the other three men. Mm-hmm. because Chadwick is going to win and should win mm-hmm. and that's that's what's going to happen I put him fourth and I was like because he's great in that film I just as we discussed I think he's I prefer his performance in The Five Bloods mm-hmm. than in Ma Rainey's but that's a whole other thing and then I put Stephen Yun and then I put Anthony Hopkins mm-hmm. and then why I, why I love Sound of Metal so much is that I don't know. I'll say this now instead of saving it for the best picture conversation. But that movie is a good movie. Mm -hmm. And with Riz Ahmed's performance, because it's transcendent, it becomes Mm -hmm. a great film. Yes. So that's why he should win. Because when I think about that movie and the scenes there, it still affects me. Mm -hmm. And I I don't see if he does another performance at this level, that's blows my mind. That That's the someone thing. is capable it was of that. So good, <laughs> like, and it felt it felt so real. It did, and it just feels like these performances don't happen very often. Mm-hmm. And it feels like if you don't award this, mm-hmm. and I understand the reasonings for not awarding it this year specifically, mm-hmm. and I get it. It's just unfortunate that it happened this year, really. Well, that's the thing. Like that it's out of his control. Yeah, like Chadwick is amazing. I think he does deserve an award, and obviously, this is his last opportunity to do he so. should already have one he yeah already have too. one but um but like the character that he plays in ma rainey is is it's theatrical and it's he has a really good performance of it but the character mm-hmm. itself doesn't feel like a real person to me um whereas riz ahmed like i think he is that guy i know very little about him in his own life which helps but like i believe that this story happened to him I believe that he is that guy. Whereas like Chadwick Boseman's character, that's not someone you see <laughs> in, in normal life. You know what I mean? No, no. That that was Ruben for me, mm-hmm. right? Like that is Ruben. That's not Riz Ahmed. That's a real person I felt like I was watching. Whereas mm-hmm. with Chadwick and Ma Rainey's, I was like, this is a very good performance. But it's Chadwick Boseman acting his ass off. Yes. And yeah, I just, yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I mean, Riz Ahmed is the best performance of the year across all categories. Yeah. And it just sucks that he won't get an award for yep. it. And if he if he can do this again, I will be blown away. I mean, I my guess is that Riz Ahmed will eventually win an award mm-hmm. because he's, I mean, like you said with the with Daniel Kaluuya and Lakeith like Stanfield, he's young and people want to work with him. He'll get opportunities again. But I just don't see how he can possibly give a better performance. Yeah. Well, the, the thing that sucks too is like I saw this movie in 2019. I really wish it had submitted for the 2020 Academy Awards, like the the ones that the 2019 slash 2020 yeah. ones. Like I wish yeah. it was in there last year. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, it, that's again, it's they weren't like nobody could have expected what was going to happen, right? So it's not mm-hmm. like, and I'm not gonna like. I assume Chadwick, if Chadwick had not unfortunately passed away, I assume he would probably still win because mm-hmm. it kind of felt like the time anyway. Yeah. Um. Although you know he should have won for other movies. And frankly, should have gotten the opportunities before he was like 36. But what about Best Actress, which uh, a category which 
I really, there. I was just like, hmm, these are our choices, huh? Yeah, so we have Viola Davis, Andra Day, Vanessa Kirby, Francis McDormand, and Carrie Mulligan. <laughs> I mean, it's funny because I didn't even really think about what I wanted to win. Yeah. Because Francis McDormand is going to win. Oh, I don't think she's going to win. I think no? Viola's going to win. See, I don't because I was reading something that said that they thought that Viola and Andra Day might split the vote. And then the problem is that might mean that Carrie Mulligan can swoop in. So That's what I don't want to happen. Sorry, Vanessa Kirby. No one's talking about you. So No, I, I yes. The, my issues with the Vanessa Kirby is in a pieces of a woman. Mm-hmm. I am not going to watch that movie because of Shia probably. Yeah. Which is unfortunate, but I was excited for it. And then the Shia stuff came out and I was like, I do not want to engage with this mm-hmm. film unfortunately i've heard she's great in it she is a great actress i've loved her in everything else she's done although uh, even if I, she has zero chance to win really mm-hmm. i have not seen uh, united states versus billy holiday although i've heard andrew day is great in it i've heard mm-hmm. the movie isn't that good but i've heard she's great mm-hmm. and i'd be like like if she wins cool but i just don't, we don't know about that one unless you've seen it Mm-mm. yeah so we don't know uh, I really do not want Carrie Mulligan to win because I do not think it's a good performance. Yeah, I agree with that. Though a lot of people do, hands down, think it was the best performance of the year. <sighs> so Fucking what? I know. But Francis won it's... the BAFTA, so. Yeah, I didn't, Viola won the SAG though, right? Ooh, interesting. I think so. I might be wrong on that. Or maybe it was Andrew Day. I just knew Francis didn't win the SAG. Mm-hmm. And I think they're going to, Francis already has two Oscars, correct? Uh, yeah, she yes. won for Fargo and three billboards. Yes. And Viola only has one. Mm-hmm. And Viola is an actress at a level that she is of the of the tier that deserves multiple Oscars. So, yeah, Viola Davis won the SAGs. That yeah. said, um, Andrew was not nominated. Ooh, that's weird. Um, Amy Adams. <laughs> oh, thank, okay. I don't know. It just feels like... It feels like Viola for me because she is good in Ma Rainey's, even though she's not a lead performance in that, Mm -hmm. even though it's her name. But it does feel like she is of a tier of actor that the Oscars deems they are they deserve multiple wins. She's like at the Merrill level, at the Daniel Day Lewis level, right? Oh, I love her. Belongs. I think she deserves all the wins. (laughs) Yeah, and Francis already has two, so that's what I think. What people do, and I picked. Viola, I think Viola should win out mm-hmm. of these options. The person who should win isn't nominated, but who? Yeri Han. Oh yeah, she's so. That's she's the best. So good. Perf- she's so good, and not yeah. even like not. It, she's not even getting talked about, which is the other thing. It's not even like a snub. It was never even a thing. Yeah, it was not even on the list. Yeah. Um. Up if Fran- either Francis or Viola, fucking rad. Mm-hmm. Uh, Francis with three Oscars and just getting to be cantankerous and tell everybody on stage that they fucking suck. Let's do it. Yeah, I love her speeches. I also <laughs> like she's a woman of a certain age and is getting these roles that are um, not what you expect from that. You know, these aren't these like cute, polished performances or like moms. They're very like gritty and that sort of thing. And I'm like, you know what? That's awesome. She's a woman of a certain age who does not give a fuck. Yep. And. Francis is a treasure. I saw a uh, press conference with her once and she was wearing a jumpsuit. Like just <laughs> straight up coveralls. <laughs> fucking badass, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, so as long as it's not Carrie Mulligan is where I'm at. <laughs> yeah. 
I not to sidetrack this, but that whole thing with like where they got mad at that critic for writing what that critic wrote when that critic was quoting some things that they said. Oh, yeah. I didn't get very involved in that scandal because I knew I would have strong opinions about it one way or another and I didn't want to. I mean, my opinion is that everybody's wrong, but also like you were annoyed at stuff that you yourself have said about yourself. Mm-hmm. So what? And it it also the the movie colors my opinion on that stuff as well. It's like I'm already don't like it. So when more stuff comes out like it, it kind of like just piles on and being like, OK, this sucks. All of it sucks. Let's please don't. Mm-hmm. I don't even think. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Moving on. Let's go <laughs> to best picture and let's let's go we'll each say our numbers instead of just reading it individually so we'll both say eight and then seven and then six so what what are what is our eighth i assume we have the same movie there (laughs) trial of the chicago seven no i put promising young woman oh really i I really hate promising young woman i put promising young woman as seven just because at least there's an interesting (laughs) dialogue around it (laughs) Okay, that's a good point because I put Trial Seven because yeah. I also hate that movie. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I I I did not encounter. I just this is my personal ranking. I do think the conversation is more interesting is around promising a woman. I think mm-hmm. the conversation around Trial Chicago Seven is also bad. Well, I just it's boring. I've forgotten that movie existed. Hey, remember when uh, Yahya Abdul Mateen was in that movie and really good, and then they just forgot about his character that was so important to the plot of the movie? <laughs> yes. And somehow that person might win best screenplay. Yes. Also, maybe Yaya should have been nominated. Hell no. Instead of Sasha Baron Cohen, but it's just me. Yeah. Um, What's your so six? Our, yeah. Judas and the Black Messiah. See, yes, I had that originally, and then I was like, maybe Mank because I forgot about Mank. <laughs> <laughs> Strangely, your list only has seven movies. I know, I know. But like, I, I honestly did kind of forget about Mank. Um, what is it? That sounds like a song. <laughs> but And like, I was disappointed by Judas, but I thought that Judas had more promise, whereas I was disappointed by Mank, but also was never interested in Mank in the first place. So. Oh, okay. Well, Mank is not there for me. So yeah, I put, yeah, I put Judas mostly because it disappointed me so much. Mm-hmm. And I was so excited for it. And I do think it is just an average good movie. Mm-hmm. Maybe not good, but average. What's your um? What's number five for you? Whichever I didn't decide on between Judas and Mank, the other one. Okay, so that's where Nomadland is for me. Mm, interesting. Yeah, and I think that may be a little low, but I just—it's kind of the same thing. It's obvious. It's I like it way more. This is like the bottom three is like it's promising a moment with Charles Chicago Seven, and then like a bit of a jump to Judas and Black Messiah. And then it's kind of these five, then it's like the next three are kind of in the same area for me. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really know where to put them. Yeah. I just felt like I was the least engaged with Nomadland out of the other ones. See, I had Nomadland as number four um, because I thought it was better filmmaking and more interesting filmmaking than Mank. Like I thought at least it tried to do something new, you know? True. That's a fair point. I put Mank as my fourth. Mm-hmm. Because I actually really like that movie, and I think it is. I mean, I I've said this before, but I love David Fincher. So, mm-hmm. and I do think it's been forgotten, hundred percent unfairly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I yeah I I really liked it. I I just found myself maybe it's because I think the thing that made me separate those movies is I think that Amanda Seyfried is the best performance in all those movies mm-hmm. together, 
and I liked hers so much. And maybe it's also because I've had more distance from Mank that I'm forgetting the stuff I disliked about it. That's what's hard is we watched Mank so long ago and we watched Nomadland like this week. I think that we have the opposite um, sitting reactions with Mank in that because there's so much distance, I'm just remembering... Well, I'm remembering all the really forgettable parts and I'm remembering the things that I didn't like very much. And I think you're having the opposite uh, impact. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I kind of figured our lists would be like the separations of the movies would be in the same chunks. Yeah, they are. Uh, I expect our top three will maybe in the same order. Although you have surprised me with your opinion on the father. So I might be wrong about that. <laughs> uh, I have the father as number three. I also have the father as number three. Yeah. And... I thought this was going to be number eight for me. <laughs> oh, me too. I thought I was going to just like <laughs> grin and bear it. Yeah. And I was like, wow, I love this movie. This movie's great. Yeah. And then number and recommended two it to people. Is Minari, of course. Yes. And then number one by a, a runaway is Sound, Sound of Metal. Metal. It was so good. <laughs> like when I was making these lists, I was like, I wrote out all the categories and then I was like, okay, so best picture, Sound of Metal, best actor, Riz Ahmed, best uh, original screenplay, Sound of Metal. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was just like, boom, boom, boom. Those are winning for sure in my mind. See, And then everything else was a little difficult. What's weird to me is like all these movies, not Nomadland, but, and not Nomadland and not Sound of Metal, I watched because they were Academy Award picks. So that gives me a certain impression going into them and that sort of thing. But basically mm -hmm. that means that I watched them because someone said they were good and that I should watch them. Um, yeah. Sound of Metal, I watched by choice. Nomadland, uh, well, I kind of watched it because I had access to it, but I was excited about it before I saw it. So Sound of Metal, to me, was something that I had heard nothing about. Um, no one had told me it was good. The Academy hadn't said it was good. So I just watched it, and it stood alone in my head in terms of like, wow, this is a good movie. And it's a movie, like I said, I saw it two years ago, and I remember it. Like, so mm -hmm. it... Yeah, to me, it's a standalone movie. And I think a lot of these other ones, I like them compared to each other. I do wonder, though, if I had seen them myself, randomly, if I would care as much. Yeah, I agree with a lot of those feelings about that, is that I got excited about, and I didn't have the opportunity to see Sound of Metal as early as you did. Mm -hmm. But I'd been, hear I'd been hearing about it since then and was very excited about it. And the only thing that I heard about that film was that it is a Titanic performance from Riz Ahmed. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I like him. I want to see this movie with him in it. And then still seeing that I was still blown away from it. Whereas the only other one of these movies that I would have been excited about without the conversation of the awards around them would have been Minari. Mm -hmm. Because I would have seen that trailer and I would have been like, that's a movie I want to see. Whereas the rest of them, Frank, like, I would not have watched The Father or The Trials of Chicago 7 unless they were nominated for mo for like, Oscar movies. Mm -hmm. And having watched them, I would have been like, well, I probably should have watched should have watched The Father, but... But I would have never seen it. Would have never seen it. Whereas anticipation should not really come into, like, how you rank things because ultimately, like, the opinion of the film is what takes over that. But it is... When I'm excited for something and it still exceeds my expectations, that means more to me than, I don't know, how good, how technically good these movies are compared to each other. Well, and it's so hard to make them stand alone. Like when we're expecting something to be awesome and it's not, it, it, it does impact what you think. Or when people oversell it and then you see it and you're like, oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, like for me, Nomadland and Judas and the Black Messiah are both 
technically directed very well. Everything about those movies, the craft, even though one is like a big studio movie and there is like a low budget film, Mm -hmm. everything involving them is very well done. They just didn't connect with me. Mm -hmm. Whereas Sound of Metal and is also everything in that movie, I think is very well done as well. It just connected with me. And I feel like every year their Oscars has like one movie that is nominated that this is the movie that should win. And it very rarely does win. Luckily in the past five, six years, some of those movies have won. Mm-hmm. It would just be, yeah. I mean, that's where it's like, cause it, there's lots of famous, there's lots of movies known for not winning awards that have been kind of like, then that actually win the awards. Like, can anybody name the movie that the year that Pulp Fiction came out that won best picture? No. <laughs> Right, but we all know that Pulp Fiction came out, right? So it's like I'm hopeful that's what Sound of Metal gets. It's just, yeah, I love it. I think it's so good. And if you haven't seen it, go watch it. Yeah, no, definitely, it's uh, it's definitely worth a watch. And I think people who even don't like the oh, it was Schindler's List that year. I think that one. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, though I could be wrong because it's it could be one of those year weird year things. Yeah, I think Sound of Metal is as good as moonlight and um parasite well and i think that yeah people who don't traditionally like the academy awards or who they pick would like this as well uh similar to yeah parasite and stuff like that yeah and it i feel like since parasite won last year we're gonna get a movie that we aren't so keen on although Mm -hmm. if when it is nomadland that's fine Mm -hmm. as long as it's not a trial or promising young woman really Mm -hmm. because that would be like green book levels of stuff bad for me yeah 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 uh also second correction it was actually forrest gump that won that year <laughs> okay that's pretty bad <laughs> i was like schindler's list i was like hey eh, you can see it forrest gump that movie has not aged well <laughs> i haven't seen it in a long time uh, you don't need to it's also kinda... that year was four weddings and a funeral quiz show and the shawshank redemption wow that's a pretty stacked year mm-hmm. yeah i mean in theory every year should be a stacked year <laughs> Yeah, in theory, and then some years it's like, like I'm gonna, sorry, sorry, I, I need to look up the year. I know I talk about this movie all the time on old podcasts, but uh, I think it's the 2016 Oscars. Let me see what won that year. Or it's like, remember the year like the artist one? I do. And we're all like, I still have not seen that movie. Have no desire to see that movie. Now everybody's like, that was kind of a mistake. Now this might be the artist was 2012. Yeah. So in 2016. In my opinion, the best movie did not win Best Picture that year. I'll just read the nominees, and Carolyn will obviously know which one I'm talking about. And as anybody who's listened to old podcasts of ours will know which one I'm talking about. But it had Room, The Revenant, The Martian, Mad Max Fury Road, Brooklyn, Bridge of Spies, The Big Short, and Spotlight. Mm-hmm. Like Looking back on it now, I, I am of the opinion that that should obviously have been Mad Max. Well, you were thinking that at the time, too. But see, I loved Spotlight, and I didn't think it was going to win, and I was very excited when it won. Yes. I just think, like, when we look back on this stuff from, like, five, six years, you mm-hmm. go back and be like, you have, like, a clearer view because... Yeah. Well, it's what has a lasting impact, right? Yeah, and I, I think Sound of Metal will be that movie. Mm-hmm. The Oscars does this where they pick... Parasite is the movie that I will remember from that those movies and Moonlight is that movie but then they like sandwich it with a green book and you just don't you don't know what you're gonna get yep. <laughs> it's but with this it shows show. that it's um the academy's really diversifying because they do have those flip-flop years you know I'm sorry it was not sandwiched w- with 
um, Green Book. The Shape of Water also won, and I completely yeah. forgot that as a thing that happened. <laughs> yeah, it did. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I was like clicking through and I was like, excuse me? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, that was only three years ago. And I completely had wiped that from my brain. I was just like, that was a year that did not exist. <laughs> what was that, 2018? Yeah, that was the Call Me By Your Name Get Out year. Oh, yeah. That was a really interesting year for Best Picture, Um, which weirdly enough, it meant that the movie about the fish lover was like the safest choice. So I don't know. It's strange. <laughs> yeah, a movie about a woman fucking a fish man yeah. was the safe choice. <laughs> Yeah, it look how far we've come, society. Ground. It was the middle ground between like <laughs> Call Me By Your Name and, um, you know, what else was that? Your Get Out, Lady Bird. It was the middle ground between that and like Phantom Thread, Darkest Hour. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know what? That one makes sense for that year. I didn't get it at the time, but now I'm like, Lady okay. Bird was that year? Yeah. Oh, my and God. That's a brutal year. Okay, well. And The Post. Not all those movies are good. Did we see The Post? Did I watch the post? I don't even know what that is. Is that the Meryl that's movie? What we said at the time too. Oh, it is the Meryl movie. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's before we get into that. My memory is failing me. Um, <laughs> where could people find you? <laughs> I don't. I still don't know. If I've seen the post. I feel like I have, but I also could have not. <laughs> I think that the post and spotlight just blurred into my brain, and like I know that at this point I was really trying to see all of the oscar films so like maybe maybe i did and i just forgot um i'll let you know on twitter and maybe instagram um at carolyn dunk 93 if i watch the post <laughs> or not and james what you're about never you? watching the post no absolutely you're never not. watching the post no and i will just i will not watch the post again or for the first time i don't know and you can find that at uh james or school on twitter at james Willicks on instagram and you can find this podcast on all places you can send an email at letswatchpod at gmail.com telling us that yes sound of metal is great and it should win and please don't come in there and be like hey promising a woman is good because i don't want that you don't need you know to what? tell me that unless you have a really really interesting argument then we'll listen <laughs> and say that you're still wrong but i i am curious i really want to know from someone why they think it's the best movie of the year. Because most people that I've spoken to um, feel the way we do. Or they're like, I didn't mind it. And I'm like, okay, I didn't mind it does not make it nominated for best picture. So I, I am genuinely curious. Um, I get it with the other bad movies that we don't like. Because I'm <laughs> like, it's a certain demographic of people that I yeah, don't is. have similar tastes to. But I'm like, I'm, I'm seriously like, who is voting for this? I'm curious. I want to hear from you. So email us about that. Um James will forward them straight to me and we'll just burn them, I guess. Yeah. I mean, th yeah. If you come with the Trial of the Cargo 7 stuff, I'm just going to assume you're a boomer. <laughs> if you come with Promising a Woman, I will be more, I will be like, who is, I'll be like, okay, this is, if it's a good opinion about it, if it's just like, you're dumb, get out of here. I'm yeah. not going to listen to it. But yeah, I agree with Carolyn. Like, it does, I do want to hear why somebody thinks that's good because everybody I've talked to about it has been like, this movie's bad mm -hmm. or it's kind of like a, like you said, an eh. And you know what other movie's an eh to me? Underwater. <laughs> the Kristen Stewart horror movie? Yeah, that's what people say, eh. That's what I think what an eh film is. Yeah, right? is yeah, like, you're right. Eh. Yeah, Underwater was eh. Exactly. But like, if that's what you think about Promising Young Woman. Then why is then it what? the best picture? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and then uh, we'll get back to what we normally do after the Oscars are over. And if there's anything wild happens, I guess we'll do a pot about it. If it's kind of what we expect, I don't really see the reason why we have to. We'll just be like, cool, Nomadland won everything. Mm -hmm. Yep, that'll be exactly what happens. But if Promising a Woman comes 
wins. You best believe I'm going to make a podcast about how it fucking sucks. We're going to bring people on. We're going to interview them. We're going to ask them why, how. We're going to we're going to clear the room for Anastasia. You know what? I have not asked her her opinion on it. I'm scared to. Mm, she likes the Joker. Mm. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs>